Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Several major energy industry executives who back former President Donald Trump in the 2020 election are now giving cash to his GOP competitors ahead of the 2024 elections. That's according to the latest campaign finance reports reviewed by Politico's e News. Now, of course, the GOP presidential primary is just starting up, and we know that deep-pocketed donors often spread their contributions around to multiple candidates early in the race. But still, what's the explanation behind this trend? And how would this actually impact Trump's campaign? Today, we chat with Robin Bravender about those questions and more. It's Monday, July 24th. We looked for a few bellwether donors who gave big to Trump previously during his 2016 or 2020 cycles. And notice that a lot of them are giving to sort of anyone but Trump. So we've got Harold Hamm of Continental Resources, gave this cycle so far to Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Kelsey Warren from Energy Transfer Partners gave to Ron DeSantis. And then Syed Javed Anwar from Midland Energy in Texas gave to Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Jeffrey Hildebrand, the founder of the Texas-based oil and gas company Hillcorp, gave to North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, and then looked at Joe and Kelly Kraft, who have been close to Trump. Joe Kraft is the CEO of the coal company Alliance Resource Partners. Kelly Kraft was Trump's ambassador to Canada and then the United Nations. They're not donating to Trump. Instead, they're donating to Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, and Mike Pence this time around. Wow, yeah, those are some big names who I remember uh, as being pretty influential with Trump. So what's the general explanation you're hearing as to why Trump is losing support from the energy industry? And how significant was this donor base for Trump in the past? Yeah, they're important to Trump for a couple of reasons. One is money and the other is they were his policy advisors in the energy world when he was president. The simple explanation one Texas lobbyist, Bill Miller, told me was Trump has issues. Referring to Trump's legal peril, he's been indicted twice. He could be indicted a third time. And the the consensus is that it's messy with Trump and folks are trying to sort of test the waters of these other Republican primary candidates right now. Totally. And we do know, as you kind of suggested there, Trump did implement energy policies favorable to this industry, particularly the fossil fuel industry. So would you say, I mean, this trend of diminishing support to him is entirely personal, given, I mean, he did a lot of what these people wanted? Yeah, the consensus is that Trump was the preferred candidate over a Democrat for folks in the oil and gas industry. Um, Trump did a lot to limit regulations on those industries. They're not thrilled, by and large, with the Biden administration. But if folks are looking at someone who's got a similar record on energy and regulations, right now they might be looking for another Republican who doesn't come with some of the baggage Trump has. Yeah. And would you say, you know, based on who's entered the Republican primary, that people have pretty consistent you know, energy policy views and, and platforms? Yeah, energy policies are pretty similar across the board from the folks we've seen jump into that primary so far. The stance of boost domestic production on energy and cut regulations is 
is a familiar theme across the board. So you might be able to get that with a Ron DeSantis or a Nikki Haley with more predictability than you see from Trump. For sure. And to be clear, Trump remains the dominant small dollar fundraiser in the GOP field so far as Politico has reported. And the GOP presidential primary is just getting underway. So how meaningful really is the loss of energy industry support to the success of his campaign? It's so early that these really are just symbols at this point. It's sort of where early support is going. As the race continues, super PACs and big money are going to become so much more important in terms of running ads in swing states. But right now, it's just a sort of a measure of of early support for these candidates. So it remains to be seen, too, if these people might ultimately jump to Trump if he's the nominee. They might be trying to keep some of these early candidates in bolster them through the primaries, help them get on the debate stage. And then ultimately, these people might rally around Trump and other donors who are spreading the love among other candidates so far. Also, on Friday, two House GOP committee chairs announced a congressional investigation into Ford Motor Company's agreement with a Chinese battery company. The chairs... Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin and Jason Smith of Missouri are questioning Ford's contract with Contemporary Amperex Technology Company Limited, or Cattle, from back in February for its new $3.5 billion battery plant in Michigan. The chairs are focusing the probe on the licensing agreement the Chinese company's alleged ties to forced labor and whether the jobs created under the deal will flow to China. The contract prompted renewed scrutiny into U.S. corporate links to China amid a boom in domestic clean energy manufacturing. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron knows developing and deploying carbon capture and storage is a critical step in helping make progress towards global net zero, which is why we're targeting 25 million tons of CO2 per year in storage and offsets by the end of the decade. That's energy in progress. Visit chevron.com slash carbon capture.